What an eclipse hangover. Wow. Guys, excuse me. It's been quite a ride this last week and a half. I'm recording this November 15th, Tuesday, and it's been a week since the full moon, total eclipse, and Taurus. And I had an episode all done and everything. I was going to release Saturday, but I just heard my guide say, wait, wait. And um, after the weekend, I understood why, because there was just so much energy from all different directions coming at me and I needed to take time to settle into it. (sighs) Finally, for 2022, we are done with the eclipses, but we are not done with these heavy energies and I just want to extend some healing energy to any of those that are listening and that accept because time's hard right now. And um, I hope you can grant yourself compassion and grace to make it easier to move through because there's a lot of change going on. And change is extremely, at least for me, really uncomfortable. You know, going somewhere I've never been before. I've been learning to embrace change over the last year it still doesn't hide the fact that it's kind of scary and uh I just keep trying to change that like fearful feeling inside to excitement I go back on my belief that everything is working out for my highest best and that it will all work out in the end So have no fear. But yeah, it's been a super activating week. There's so much I want to talk about. I don't even know where to start. Okay, I'm going to go... I'm going to take you back to the beginning of November. November 2nd, which is also my dearly beloved guardian angel... My grandmother who passed away her birthday. And I was granted the opportunity to share my soul song with this spiritual community that I am a part of. Every Wednesday that I can move my schedule around to make the time that it's happening it at. I try to jump in on these gatherings and be with like-minded people, I think, as healers and empaths and those that are just really feeling the effects of the shift and the changes. Um, Definitely get yourself into a spiritual community. Surround yourself with those who think alike. Because it's so great to have a container for support and to show up however you need to show up that day. 
because you know sometimes life is super great and you're happy and you're awesome and then shit hits the fan and the universe is saying hey it's time to elevate and you're trying to find your footing and it's just great to have like-minded people who resonate with what's going on and to share a similar belief So in this gathering, on November 2nd, I got the opportunity to share my soul song. And at first, I wasn't quite sure what the host slash she's also my mentor and someone who I seek guidance from quite often, what she wanted or what she meant by that. But they allowed me to listen to the two other recordings of two other people who shared their soul song and the concept of a soul song is remembering who you were to help who you become and at first I thought I wanted to talk about ancient Egypt because I deeply resonate with that time period as for knowing that I also have many past lives during that time frame but then I went to my Spotify and I do this quite often when I want to feel the love of the divine I'll go and I'll say hey angels do you have a message for me today and I'll hit shuffle and play and whatever song comes up I'll take it as a message Or if I feel it doesn't quite resonate, I'll give it two other tries, three in total for a song. And nine times out of ten, they always pull through. And this time, I did that to help lead me in a direction. And (laughs) 300 Violin Orchestra was the first to play. And uh, if you guys don't know what that song is, go listen to that real quick. You really only need to listen to the first ten seconds to understand. Like, oh yeah, I know this song. And it's funny because (laughs) way back in the day, I lied, March of this year, it wasn't that long ago, but March, me and two of my best friends went to a hotel down the shore to go see Steve Aoki play at this club. And we were there for a long weekend. And I don't know, I got really bored one one night and I played this song. I was really looking for like a more like intense song, but this song just seemed to do it. And then I start whacking my friend with a pillow and we get into this like rambunctious pillow fight. And it was so funny. It's like 4 a.m. We're on that high you get when you leave uh, a concert and performance. So like life is so good. And that's what this song I associated with and it takes me back to. But in this moment and also made me think of last October I believe it was October 3rd 2021 to be exact I had a beyond quantum healing session and the general idea of this is you are hypnotized and under hypnosis for three hours and your soul kind of your higher self kind of takes the reins to help promote more healing for what you need And during these three hours, I went so far, I had two past lives come up, but the first thing for me that came up when I was finally under the hypnosis 
and in this trance I was lying on like a reclining chair eyes closed really calm really peaceful really safe getting walked through this hypnosis and I saw the Colosseum I was like okay interesting and following the Colosseum I saw one of the gladiator helmets with the fur and the metal on the sides and I was like okay and I let my soul take me further and it took me through a whole past life of me being a gladiator and so when the 300 violin orchestra song came on my shuffle it then linked me to this memory of when I had this hypnosis and one of this past life regression of being gladiator and I was like okay this is where I have to go for this soul song and so I did more research and then I also remembered weeks after following this beyond quantum healing session I went on a vacation to Cancun and on the plane heading there I downloaded the movie gladiator which was fucking awesome if you have never watched that movie please watch it it might even resonate with you guys and you can feel like you may even have a past life as a gladiator too because i know i'm not the only one out here holding the line if you know you know oh man this podcast is out of fucking hit the fan let me tell you so anyway i've done more research during this time leading up to it and the more research I did the more the story developed in my meditations of this past life and I'm going to share a little bit of that with you so gladiators were fighters slash performers if you ever heard of the Colosseum, it's this massive structure in Rome where people of Rome would go and gather I don't know, every Sunday, Saturday night, I have no idea when they gathered, but they would gather there frequently and watch these performances. It was like a whole production. If you were to go to New York City Broadway show, a whole production, thousands of people were involved with the show and then thousands of people would show up to watch it. They had music performers, they had food being served, they had a whole team underneath because the Coliseum the stage part of where they would have the fights was actually raised two stories and underneath was where everything else was going on kind of like backstage but under the stage they would have these trap doors with pulley systems that would hoist up animals like lions and exotic other animals from all over the world or props and scenery or more people into these fights and put on a whole show it was insane the parameters of which this extended and the Colosseum wasn't the only um venue these fights were happening all over ancient Europe medieval Europe miniature virgins of the Colosseum but they would even hold up to 60,000 people is that correct let me do a fact check real quick hold on I'm pretty sure because when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, that's almost the same as MetLife Stadium. How many people did the Coliseum? Holy shit. Yeah, 50,000 spectators. That's insane. 
So when the, it literally says here on Google too, when the Colosseum first opened, the Emperor Titus celebrated with 100 days of gladiatorial games. So that was one thing as well. Um, if they won a battle, if someone became like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, let's say there was a new emperor or a new member of the Senate, the state, the government, whatever it was, they would hold month-long games and productions for the people they would also be funded by these government officials so they would kind of like use it as their campaign and win over the people's love by how much they would put into these games and what type of food would be handing out because you know the common people are poor and you go to the game you show up and you get a loaf of bread that's dinner for like three nights for you so really insane and these gladiators most of the time were slaves that were captured and then sold or prisoners of war that were captured and then sold at these training posts for gladiator trainers to buy and then hopefully one day profit off of them. There were also people, which this is my story from my past life, and also let me reiterate, like I am a man in this past life, um, who come from nothing who wanted to try their luck in the gladiator games because not only were you fighting to the death but you were winning the crowd and you were getting fame and money from it and it was such a great way out of poverty I remember this past life being raised by a single mother and why I didn't go off into battle or to war and become a soldier is because my father died there and the thought of me leaving my mother in that way again and putting her through that pain was something I couldn't do. And I didn't really have the skills for anything else, but I did excel in fighting. And I was always a fighter. I was always the first one to jump and throw a punch and never back down. I was built in that way too. Like just my demeanor and my physique. I was tall, jacked up guy, gladiator back in the ancient Rome times. Like, damn, I was probably fine as fuck. No cap. ripped six-pack biceps so big i couldn't even touch my shoulders with my hands you know the vibes (laughs) oh my god that's just so funny to think about so it worked out for me i went and i became a gladiator and i got all the money i got a lot of fame and it really fed my ego And one of these fights eventually, and this is what I caught from the past life regression, is I lost my left arm. And it was a really significant representation at the time because this is months after I had torn my ACL on the left leg for the fourth time. Fourth time tearing my ACL in total, second time in the left leg. And the left side is your feminine side. It's your feminine energy. And why I feel like I struggle so much with that in this lifetime And I'm sharing this soul song story with the gathering. I'm telling them basically all I told you right now. Remembering who I was to become more of who I'm supposed to be. And even comparing it to this lifetime because that's what past lives are. Like you, there's still a lot of parallels from each life that show up in this, this one. And, um. You know, I am a female, I'm 5'10", and I'm athletic built. Uh, 
And I've always struggled with such an insecurity of like, I'm too big. I'm too masculine looking. Um, Guys don't want someone who looks like me, especially if I'm bigger than the guy. Like that's something I've always struggled with and why I'd always sought out men that are taller than me because I'd not want to feel the embarrassment or shame that they may feel if the girl was taller than them. Does that make sense? And these are all things in my head and I know a lot of people would disagree like, oh, that's not really true. Or maybe it is for some people. I don't know. But, you know, these are just my insecurities and something I've learned throughout this journey is like you can be the most fittest person in the world or someone who severely struggles with their weight. Whoever you are, we all struggle with this insecurity of how we look. Um, And it isn't until you change that mindset, I believe, until it gets easier because you're going to have your good days and you're going to have your bad days. But to really stand firm in that body confidence, man, I am in that learning phase. And I always struggled with the idea of embracing my physique and how my soul manifested this body to be. I always... I always felt like it was a curse rather than a gift to be so domineering. I guess is the word. But also, it's where I've always excelled. Like, if you read my About Me page on my website, I say, and I also say this all the time, like, I am that girl in gym class. I was that girl in gym class, the one that really enjoyed it and would always outrun or out push up the boys and stuff like that. I was always an athlete. Um, Soccer was such a big part of my life. Played softball. I fenced a little bit. Um, basketball every now and then, but never like actually on a team. And I look for this, well, okay, hold on. Let me get my words together. (laughs) For this soul song, I looked back on my life and I realized that being an athletic performer and a competitor and even in the gym working out, feeding my mind, body, and soul in that way is something that always just is for me. There's never a second thought to it and then to grasp this idea of the past life of being a gladiator and fighting and killing people which is so fucked up but that's that was life back then for money for fame I feel serves its purpose in my mission here today on earth because I've had an understanding of this mission for a while of helping others heal. It's something that literally lights up my soul, whether it's through the podcast or Reiki or channeling past loved ones, but also in something that is my other passion in the gym 
uh, working out, training people, physical exercise, so that they can learn that their body can heal themselves. They don't need an outside source. A 20-minute walk will give you clarity on a situation you probably struggled with the whole entire week. And um, the general baseline of my soul song was understanding that I am the wounded warrior, the wounded fighter turned wounded healer. And that through my struggles and my insecurities that I have in this lifetime and learning how to embrace them, um, and not just in my body, but also I shared on the podcast of like, I've come from an upbringing that didn't provide me with the best environment to learn my emotions. And that's something I'm learning now, later on in life, uh, but still trying to get a grasp for that. And uh, you know, what's crazy too, like I also... I was in this workshop class the other day and how do I word this? I was surrounded by a lot of men that are going into like law enforcement or like like emergency services, like firefighting, EMTs, whatever it is. And the guy like teaching the course was saying you know like you don't show emotions like the ideal person for this job doesn't show emotions like you push that shit down um and I'm like no that goes against everything I believe I think yeah time and place don't get me wrong you don't want to break down if you're like pulling somebody out of a fire but to be vulnerable and to lead the way for others to show their emotions and to find comfort and not be ashamed to actually dive into this full human experience because that's what emotions offer us. That's what makes this shit so real. You know, I also recently expressed to my friends, we were all up the country just vibing out, which was really awesome before this Taurus full moon to be in nature. Taurus is about Mother Earth, it's Earth sign. It's just all nature encompassing, all body, all senses. And I told them, like, yeah, like, sometimes I really enjoy just listening to sad music because when I get into that emotion, um, it makes me feel more alive than ever. ever. Like, I feel very comfortable in that emotion of pain. And uh, I don't know if that makes sense or, like, if that sounds weird to anybody else. But there's just something about feeling sad that makes me feel so alive. Um, and I don't actively seek out like feeling sad. So I'm like, oh, I'm alive. No, it's not in that way. But it makes me remember that like to feel this deeply is the one side of the spectrum of this beautiful experience we get to be a part of. And so let me go back to my original story. This soul song and learning about the gladiators and learning about this past life really helped me understand that mission I'm here for on this life. And uh, yeah, it definitely is trying to help others heal, especially those who seek that out, who seek healing, because you can't force someone to heal if they don't want to. 
and pairing that with my passion of just physical activity but also another big thing that was coming up was you know the roman empire was such a dictatorship and i feel there are many parallels that we're facing right now 2022 2023 and um i'm ready to go i'm ready to fight I want people who come to me or find this podcast. I hope resonate on the same level that I do. With that being said of understanding that there are negative forces at play and that we are in a ginormous spiritual war right now. It's been going on since 2020. And uh, the shift is happening. And we have arrived at our first stop where, you know, the earth split into two the other day during this eclipse where those that have been doing the work have been ascending and actively clearing their shit, dismantling the ego and dismantling the old paradigms are making way for more love to coexist on this planet and sending that vibration out towards others to combat these negative forces that are here and this dictatorship that we're under and I think it's important to you know also when you work out of course it's for your body it's a celebration of what your body can do it's learning proper nutrition and building physical strength for that to flow into mental strength and emotional maturity all encompassing you know what you do in the gym shows up in every area of your life and not even in the gym like if you do mountain climbing or you just walk outside like it all flows it all serves its purpose and that's something I like to say too like you don't need to be like me and go in the gym and lift heavy weights or do resistance training getting outside and stretching or doing a workout at home or just walking is enough to move that energy around to get those chakras opening so you can intuitively pick up on what is going on around us and by doing that you'll come into realization of like yeah we are in a war right now and hopefully your soul chooses to fight because that's what I'm here for I am the wounded fighter, warrior, turned healer, and I think there's been a lot of stuff hidden from us that we deserve to know the truth about. And I want to hopefully inspire all of you listening to fight for your freedom. And as someone who has been in the professional securities criminal justice field in school, that's what I went to school for before I dropped out, um, learning about federal and state law enforcement and security strategies and 
the national security strategy, all that, weapons of mass destruction, military science. I don't mean fight in the aggressive way. Um, throughout my journey, I've learned and realized for myself that honestly, fighting is a very insecure way of being. I can do more damage with my words and I mean, don't get me wrong, if somebody wanted to get jiggy with it, we could get jiggy with it, but I'm not going to first resort to that. And I don't mean I want to lead fighters in that way. However, if that were the case, at least we know we are physically strong enough to be capable of anything. Um, but I think, as I said, that strength that is cultivated in the gym flows into every other aspect of your life. And we need more people that are going to hold the line and stand in their truth and stand in their power and not be afraid of what others are going to have to say when they share their message and awaken people to what is going on around them. Because that's something like, you know, I pride myself on being so vulnerable on my podcast. Like I share my intimate life issues. Um, obviously not everything. I'm deserving of things to be kept to myself personally. But a good majority of it I like to share so you guys can see what it looks like in your own life. Because again, how I healed was through that way of other people finding the strength to be so vulnerable and share these, what other people may say, shameful stories um, outwardly for the masses. And um, it's not easy. <laughs> it's actually terrifying. Nine times out of ten why it takes me a little while to promote a podcast is because I'm like, yo, you were too open on that. Like, way too open. You need to fucking whoo. And, like, I get really judgmental of myself. But as I show up for myself in the gym, as I build that strength, not only in my body, but mentally and emotionally, it's making me more stronger in my own truth. And <clears throat> being able to express this on the podcast, which I was so afraid of for such a long time, um... I was so afraid of what everyone was going to think. But, uh, you know, I don't really care. Because another thing that happened this week during this full moon eclipse is I found God. And it is so crazy. I know, Miss New Age Spirituality is... Whoa, that's not even... Hold on. Miss New Age Spiritualist finding God. Um... Yeah, so crazy because I had an idea of it. I had a concept of it, you know... I feel the way I was brought up, like I had Sunday school, but I would get pulled out of Sunday school like every Sunday because I played soccer and that was game day. So I didn't really learn a lot and I had no idea who God is. How does he show his love? How does he care for us? I didn't also at the same time, though, I didn't have that much church hurt, which I apologize if me bringing this up is triggering. But a lot of people I feel that are my age nowadays have church hurt because of the way the Christian, the Catholic, whatever religion has been institutionalized and how the message has become so far skewed from its actual meaning of what they're trying to get across. And along my journey, I've come across many religions where there's not one I have yet to come across where I'm like, I totally resonate with that. 
every single one I'm like yeah that makes 100% sense like I I love the way they view it I love the way they word it and I adapt that um all-encompassing as well as also being someone who's tapped in to the new age spiritual journey the crystals the tarot the reiki um the energy the vibration the vortexes the portals you know all that which I love deeply like astrology too like it all serves such a beautiful purpose but like it really was such a mass realization because especially being a Leo rising and the way my houses are set up I have predominantly Leo in the 12th house and if anyone knows anything about astrology I struggle immensely with feeling super what's the word I want to use self-righteous um like am I too overbearing am I too much am I like there is a line of confident and cocky but it's so thin that like you really can't even describe it I feel but when you see it you know what it is and I don't know if it's a self-awareness or just my own shame beating me up but I'm always consciously like asking myself or like whoa are you too much right now like are you acting like a know-it-all like check yourself and I feel after finding God and then identifying as one of God's children um it flipped that squit that switch that switch of self-righteousness um because when you have that viewpoint all right so let me hold on real quick God is just another term for universe I feel for source at least for me they're interchangeable I'm starting to fucking like using the word God. There's just, oh, am I supposed to curse? <laughs> like, <laughs> see, I'm so new to this, but um, I'm starting to really vibe with using the word God because that was something never accustomed to me and it just feels right. I will be using all words interchangeably, universe, source, one, our higher selves, right? Um, but when I first law- learned about the law of one and I learned that we are all our own universe, we all create our own life. Um, we're all one though. We come from the same universe, the same original thought. It was a very self-righteous viewpoint and it created this very lonely journey to only have myself. Well, cause I thought if I'm my own creator, that everything I do is my fault. Everything I am is me and identifying with that and our ego loves to identify it grabs onto any identity it can and not saying that's a good or bad thing it just depends on the identity so that's why I feel like I really struggled with just feeling like too much and then having this download come in and starting to adapt that identity of being seen as God's child I mean, I don't know the scriptures or the spiritual texts at all, but I do remember like God, like you're perfect already in God's eye. You're loved already in God's eye. And like, it's kind of like affirmations, but just throwing God in front of it. And to feel that way when I'm having like, for an instance, a really bad self-image day, instead of like looking in the mirror and saying, you know, I'm beautiful because when I really don't feel it, it's hard to say that and then mean it. It's hard to say that and believe it, but to have someone else looking out for you and like if I'm looking in the mirror and like, well, God already loves you, 
it's like you're right god already does love me the universe already does love me how i am right in this moment i don't have to do this alone and it's okay if i don't feel like it but it's not like i'm telling a lie to myself if any of that is making sense um and to find this connection it has made me so much stronger like i really never understood or believed what they meant like feeling whole until you found god because i feel like now that i have the support and i'm trusting in his guidance i'm so much stronger in my truth and my mission and the shit i know and want to share and that i don't give a fuck if you don't resonate i don't care if you don't believe in what i believe in i don't care if you think i'm crazy for saying that like hey the government's really fucking us over right now I'm tired of holding back. I'm tired of being scared of my beliefs because God forbid you share something on the internet, man, and like not the majority aligns, but you get canceled. But like I learned anything the masses do, I go opposite. I've always been that way and I will never change that. I mean, given certain circumstances, when I'm valued more of like what it is, sure, maybe I'll hop on the bandwagon of watching the same Netflix show, but nine times out of 10, I don't do it. And I've always wondered why that resistance was there. It's because I'm not supposed to follow. I'm supposed to lead. I'm supposed to fight. I am supposed to share the light and shed it on others to stand strong and truthful in their own power and their own selves too because we can't do it alone and uh yeah that was my Taurus full moon eclipse and all these energies took me some time to get accustomed to which is why I had to like postpone the episode and then make a new one but it's okay and yeah i think that's it so guys i love you all so much thank you so much for listening it means a lot and if you continue to listen yeah rock on baby if you feel we don't resonate that's cool too you'll find someone that does or you you'll make your own do it whatever your soul is calling you to do if you guys don't know i have instagrams i have social media twitters tiktoks all the good stuff my Instagram for this podcast is at the soul wave podcast. My personal is at Mia.Cromaldi. I have a website, www.miacromaldi.com, where if you're not in the New Jersey area, I do distant Reiki sessions. Go, go ahead and check that out. We can get that shaking. That's super cool. A great experience. So healing. I would love to start meeting people from wherever you're listening to this. You know, we're spread worldwide, baby. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I have a Twitter that, honestly, I couldn't tell you my Twitter username off the top of my head, but it'll be in the description. I have a TikTok that will be there too, and anything else you may need is there. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, guys, feel free to hit me up or DM me. I would love to hear what you have to say. I would love to help support you in any way. If you feel like you want to share this with people, go ahead and do that if you're feeling called to. If not, that's cool too, and I love you guys all so much. I will catch you on the next wave. Bye.